Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us create spiritual moments in our otherwise busy lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. Well, this is an exciting day for me. For those of you diehard listeners to this podcast, you probably noticed that we have a new logo. I want to give a big thank you to my good friend Alberto Patino from Mendoza, Argentina for designing this for me. Alberto used to be a professional logo creator, and so when I started this podcast a couple months ago and created the original logo on my four-year-old iPhone using free apps, I asked him, Alberto, what do you think of my new podcast logo? He responded, please don't ever call that a logo. I'll make you a real one. So thank you, Alberto, for helping to make this podcast a bit more professional. Now, as a listener of this podcast, you've also likely noticed that I don't have opening or closing music, any social media presence to speak of, not to mention the terrible lack of editing on these episodes. Well, now is your chance to contribute. If you're interested in helping to promote this show on social media, or would like to help me figure out some intro music, or can help with editing to make this show sound more professional, or any other feedback you have for the show, please send me an email to come follow me today at outlook.com and let me know how we can take this to the next level. Okay, so as my family has been reading the Book of Mormon this year, we've been watching the new Book of Mormon videos that the church has been releasing. They are really well done and have helped me relate to the stories in new ways. So if you haven't been watching them as a companion to your scripture study, I highly recommend it. As I was watching the video on 2 Nephi chapter 5 earlier this week, where Nephi and his family flee into the wilderness, the story took on new meaning for me. In the scriptures, Nephi describes the situation only briefly. Referring to his older brothers, he says, quote, Behold, it came to pass that I, Nephi, did cry much unto the Lord my God because of the anger of my brethren. But behold, their anger did increase against me, insomuch that they did seek to take away my life. Yea, they did murmur against me, saying, Our younger brother thinks to rule over us, and we have had much trial because of him. Wherefore, now let us slay him, that we may not be afflicted more because of his words. For behold, we will not have him to be our ruler, for it belongs to us, who are the elder brethren, to rule over this people. And it came to pass that the Lord did warn me that I, Nephi, should depart from them and flee into the wilderness, and all those who would go with me. Wherefore, it came to pass that I, Nephi, did take my family, and also Zoram and his family, and Sam, mine elder brother, and his family, and Jacob and Joseph, my younger brethren, and also my sisters, and all those who would go with me. And all those who would go with me were those who believed in the warnings and the revelations of God, wherefore they did hearken unto my words. And we did take our tents and whatsoever things were possible for us, and did journey in the wilderness for the space of many days. And after we had journeyed for the space of many days, we did pitch our tents, end quote. So I want to focus in on just how hard this decision must have been. First, they had finally arrived in the promised land after an incredibly hard journey through the wilderness and sailing across the ocean. You can only imagine how happy everyone must have been to be able to settle down and start to rebuild their lives. So for Nephi to then ask his wife and the rest of those who followed him to pack up again and flee into the wilderness again must have been a real gut punch. They likely remembered how hard fleeing into the wilderness the first time was out of Jerusalem, and now to do it again? But even more than having to start another journey, you have family separating themselves forever. 
Nephi's brothers, their wives, Zoram and his family, the family of Ishmael, they've all been traveling together for years, spending every day together, doing hard things together, and growing close as a family. Their children, all cousins and born in the wilderness, but no doubt raised as brothers and sisters, to split up, perhaps without even getting to say goodbye. Knowing they would never see each other again must have been heartbreaking. We assume that Nephi's mother is still alive and is among those that flee with Nephi. For her to abandon half of her family, half of her grandchildren, can you imagine? And on top of that, for Nephi's clan to know, because of Lehi's prophecies and the families of Laman and Lemuel, their beloved brethren, their sisters, cousins, they were all going to dwindle in unbelief and forget about the hand of God in their lives and ignore Christ as their savior. Well, I think you get the picture. This decision must have been terrible to make, but Nephi knew it was the right thing to do and what the Lord wanted for his family. Now, you and I also face hard decisions in our lives. Hopefully we're close enough to God that he will help us know which decision is right for us, but that might not make it any easier. With Nephi, he could have easily just bowed down to Laman and said he was turning over leadership to Laman as the eldest brother and promised to follow him the rest of his life. Nephi's family could have stayed, continued to build their lives together with his brothers of 30 years. They could have maintained their relationships with the other families. Cousins could have continued to grow up with each other. Nephi didn't even want to be the leader. The temptation to take this easy way out must have been strong. When you and I face decision points in our lives, there's often an easy option and a difficult option. And unfortunately, it's often the difficult option that is the right decision. The decisions to be baptized, to serve a mission, to get married, to have children, to remain active in our faith, to be honest in all our dealings, to avoid the temptations of the world, to keep the Sabbath day holy. All of these decisions have an easy way out. We all have watched friends whose spouses have fallen away from their faith and then to face the incredibly hard decision of whether to remain strong themselves or follow their spouses away from God. Over the last four years, I've worked with dozens of youth in my church's young men's program who face the decision once they graduate high school of whether to serve a mission. Some make the decision, some don't. I remember when I was learning about the restored gospel 12 years ago, I got to the point where I knew what the Lord wanted me to do, but the decision to radically change my life, to have family relationships change, friendships change, that decision was incredibly difficult. Then I had to decide whether to serve a mission at age 26 and go live with 19-year-olds for two years. Then I had to decide whether to marry a Republican. All of these choices were hard. But like Nephi, if I would have chosen the easy path with any of these decisions, I would have missed out on the greatest happiness of my life. For me, that's being with my wife, Kathy, and our three children. What decisions are you facing right now in your life? Do you know what the Lord would have you do? Does that make the decision any easier or perhaps harder? Well, as Alma teaches us later in the Book of Mormon, quote, For behold, this life is the time for men to prepare to meet God, end quote. Preparing to meet God involves some tough choices and a lot of hard work, but you and I both know that it's worth it. Quote, and now, my beloved brethren, seeing that our merciful God has given us so great knowledge concerning these things, 
let us remember him and lay aside our sins and not hang down our heads, for we are not cast off. Nevertheless, we have been driven out of the land of our inheritance, but we have been led to a better land, for the Lord has made the sea our path, and we are upon an isle of the sea. End quote. Choosing to follow God and making the hard choices in our lives that we know will bring us greater happiness in the long run may result in some difficult short-term consequences. But while our choices may lead us away from the easy path, let's remember that we are being led to an even better land that the Lord has prepared for us. In my experience, and I think in your experience, making the decision to follow our Savior, Jesus Christ, today has always brought us much more happiness tomorrow. Thank you for joining me, and we'll see you next time.